And now, Thriller Thursdays on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. All Better Audio. We're not just good. We're all better. Attention. This is a production from the 4077. Making audio sound all better. That is all. Last time on Blackout City, Ghost in the Mist. I went back to Hammerhead's club. I knew he was involved somehow. Oh, Hammerhead. You had to get yourself killed. He was lying there on the floor. His neck had been broken. Handprints burned into the skin on his neck. There it was. One of the spirits. Standing over by Hammerhead's desk. The image of the spirit was flickering. Like it was caught between two worlds. The living and the dead. Looked like one of those old movies when the film jumps a loop. It took a few seconds. But I recognized it. Roland Sanchez. (laughs) Joe Smoke. How'd you know? I got a different face. I can see your soul. What's left of it. Come on, let's take a walk. He took me to the east side of the city, not far from the Palisades. If you want to catch Paul Mercer, you'll have to walk past them. I can't blink my eyes and send you there. I always thought you were useless when you were alive, Sanchez. And as a spirit, you're just as useless. (laughs) So long, Joe Smoke. Maybe one day we can partner up. When you die, that is. (laughs) This is Blackout City. My city. A dangerous city where nothing is what it seems to be, and the people here are not who they seem to be. The double cross is not only a game, but the norm. Staying alive is survival. Staying sane is a necessity. I looked through a window and saw Morty in the house. He was tied to a chair and gagged. As I came up the walk, the door opened on its own. Helen appeared in the doorway. Joe Smoke, come inside, baby. You're about to see a murder. You wouldn't kill an old man, would you? With all the pigs out in front of the house? If you don't do as we say. I walked inside the house, keeping my eyes on the thirty-eight she nervously held. We? Would that be Goldie and you? Is that what you think? (laughs) Sorry, Morty. This lady friend of mine can only be satisfied sexually by watching little old gray-haired men struggle to untie themselves from a chair. I felt the muzzle of a tiny dog stick in the crevice of my spine. I knew damn well if the owner pulled the trigger, that little dog would bite me. Why don't you shut up, Smook? You're always talking. (laughs) Somehow this is not a surprise. Tell me. What is it that you two think you will achieve here? Those gold watches? Shut up, Helen. Don't tell him nothing. 
He don't need no explanations. Doberman, honey. I don't like for men to tell me what to do. He calls you Helen, but I recognize you from the video of Lola being strangled. Yes, I was wonderful, wasn't I? <sighs> yeah, you had me fooled, that accent. Couldn't have been more fake. There's nothing fake about me. So where's Goldie? I saw his body lying behind the couch. I saw a flicker of movement, and then I heard that voice reciting Shelley. Like all good spirits after a tiring day of stranglings, they disappear into the mist. No kidding, a mist appeared in the room and took Mercer away. Those gold watches, we have a buyer. He's willing to pay a quarter of a million dollars. <laughs> can you believe that? Some professor who says he can use the gold to transport people back and forth in time. <laughs> I think he's a nut. Time travel, huh? Maybe he'll use the time travel to change all the basketball scores so I can win a bet sometimes. Would I know this professor? Mitchell Lewis, I think you just might. What a riot, hmm? Mitchell Lewis? No, can't be the same. Lily's husband? Hey, don't tell him everything. Why not? He's going to die anyway. You're going to shoot me? <laughs> kind of boring. Actually, we aren't, Smoke. You're going to run outside and get the attention of that pig while we get away. That pig will shoot you with its lasers, disintegrating you. Clever, huh? <laughs> that was my idea. If I don't... The old man gets it. That simple. What the mist appeared behind Doberman. Hands reached out and grabbed him by the throat. How funny. Helen had called Mercer on Doberman. Such nice people. Out the corner of my eye, I saw Helen run out the door. In a moment of confusion, I couldn't make up my mind on what to do. Only one thing came to me. I threw the electro-rope at the ghost. Helen! Helen! Stop! Don't run! Helen! Helen, stop! Don't run! <laughs> Greed seemed to have been Helen's main motivation. She didn't care who she hurt. In the end, she got herself hurt. But her memory still cuts Doberman like a knife. Some people ask me why I saved Doberman. I tell him, so I can kill him myself. Blackout City, Ghost in the Mist, Episode 5. Pete Lutz as Joe Smoke. Jeff Niles as Morty. Carol Stokes as Helen. Victor Aurelius as Doberman. David Schutz II as Mercer. Credit narration by Sharon O. Bloomberg. Music by Carpenter's Notch. Blackout City, created by Mark Slade and Frank Larnard. 
Written and directed by Mark Slade. This is Thursday Thrillers, audio with action on the Mutual Audio Network. Join us tomorrow on Mutual with Friday Follies, the end of the week collection of comedy cut-ups. You can subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed for every day of audio drama that fits your fancy. Or find the Friday Follies feed in your favorite podcast players. Now that's a lot of F's. The Mutual Audio Network, where we listen and imagine together.